Easy E, how are we? Sean E, not bad. It's Sunday once again. Sunday run day. The run's been done, tackling the hills, and I feel good. Except for the part to do with running, I've been triggered this week on Instagram. Um, well, the girlfriend sent me a reel on Instagram that has me completely triggered. I'm a sociopath, Eric. I'm a sociopath. You're I'll a explain so- why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are all, you know, like when people are going like, oh, he has real narcissistic qualities or, you know, I'm like, these words are too big. <laughs> you know, like, don't tell me it's teal. Tell me it's blue green. Like, you know, like, it's just like, go on, Sean, please explain it to me. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with the words being used. And I, and actually by, by this definition of, of sociopath, you are too. So, so full I'll disclosure. smack you in the jaw. I don't know what you <laughs> called me. I don't even know what it means. But I, I, I uh, look up cares. the dictionary, find out what it is. And then throw the dictionary at me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a but, minute. Anyway, uh, go on, explain. So Neve sent me um, a link. There's uh, someone on Instagram. I didn't know the person before. She's which has got like, a lot of followers. Stuff called uh, Laura McRean. And as I say that, people are like, of course, this is this person. I, I didn't. I don't know who she is. But anyway, they sent it to me, and she has this kind of series on her reels. One of them's called Strava Decoded. Um, it's actually very funny. Um, so she's got a couple of different things on on what do, do you know what I mean people name their Strava runs every time they run at something. So if yeah. you say, for example, um, she has like miles with Jess and what that really means is that like Jess is slow and that's why my time's not great and stuff because I ran with Jess and she slowed me down or slow start into my progression run, progression miles eight to 12 means like check out my splits between eight to 12. I was really, really fast there, but I just started slow. That's why my overall time is not that great. But these times I'm great or something is better or nothing. So don't give out that it's only like a half kilometer I've put up on, on Strava. And then the ones that relates to me and you is just morning run. As in like, we just use Strava just to highlight our activities and don't really do a whole lot else on it. We don't really do much comments or kudos or anything like that. It's just morning run. That's it. Don't spend time doing anything else. And we're uh, basically sociopaths. Oh, well, the worst thing is we don't even call it Morning Wonder. We'll watch the sites, what it's called. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. And, and you know what? You, you kind of look at people's runs. Now, full disclosure, once again, I do use more of Instagram and stuff. I'm doing my different posts and on progress runs and, and, and different type of things or stories and all the rest. Whereas people will put up their training and stuff on and, and Strava and um you still looking up a sociopath is you see he lost into the distance there. No, I'm not, I'm I'm listening to you because as I'm reading and you're explaining, I'm like, how is <laughs> this? An antisocial personality disorder is what it's based off. Yeah. And and we're we're that because Strava says, Sean went for a morning run. Have a look if you want. No, but like some people be very interactive and stuff. You don't use Strava much except for you you do put in your like if you're doing a turbo training, you do highlight that, or is that just Strava? No, it's all automatically. Yeah. 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 But people use Strava like Instagram and Facebook. Okay. As in like they'll put in details, like if they have a a gym workout, you'll see what kind of exercise and stuff they do. So they use it a lot more and they use it for for accountability and stuff. Whereas we just we're just very anti-social, just happen to sink in with the watch and away you go. And do you often break rules or laws, behave aggressively or impulsively, feel a little guilt for harm they cause others, use manipulation, deceit and controlling behavior when you're going for your runs? 
Oh, sometimes, yeah, actually. I just think <laughs> dog comes after me. I'm like, so what I say? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I did be honest. angry on some runs now. Like, I, I, I did be like, the, the big headphones, the big cans of me on my head now. And I do look not, not um, the most, like, this it's, big it's, bald head of me. Like, this is where it's going. Like, so someone throws around the word. I wonder, did this person know? I don't even know who you said. Now, I tried to slap you in the jaw. I'm trying to slap the other person <laughs> in the jaw as well. They're comparing the difference You're... between sociopath and psychopath. So, <laughs> like, this is like the, the first article I've come across. It's like, what is a soci- sociopath? You know, okay, you go for the first medical kind of journal looking thing. And it's like, the differences between a sociopath and a psychopath. <laughs> I went for a run. I went for a fucking run. Your rant has just proven our point, man. <laughs> no, but like, I'm... What is she? What is her point? It's an Instagram reel. It's just like, but it's just decoding what different runs is, and and she's right because when we put up morning run, because it automatically puts it up, we don't we don't put any effort or we don't don't socialize much in Strava. You don't socialize, and if you do, I'm gonna give out to you because you never give me my kudos on my run. Um, I do go in and give people the likes and I have a little look. Sure, be watching Rachel doing all of her training when she's doing two a days at the minute. So, like. But the, what makes me different is I dish out the likes, but the difference between Instagram and Strava, I'm not going, oh, no, I only have 14 likes for my run. Maybe I should post that my middle section was really fast and I deserve more <laughs> likes. Well, people do. They highlight when they're doing a park run, they're going for PBs and stuff like that. And like, like I know when I do the Dublin Marathon every year, it just pops up morning run. I don't think I've, 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 I've renamed it. <laughs> no, I've never. I've never. <laughs> or maybe I did change this one. To highlight that I ran really fast with four weeks training. <laughs> four weeks training. And on that absolutely brilliant segue, we're going to hit the intro music this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. Let's go. Now, Sean, now I'm not, what? I'm reading, I'm reading more on this. You've sent me down a dark hole <laughs> and like, Difficulty managing responsibilities, including showing up at work, handling tasks, or paying rent and bills. How do you become a sociopath <laughs> with one of these things because you've gone for a run and didn't like someone's comment? I really should have gave you a heads up on this on the intro topic. So, so the only one, the only right. one that's looking in, right? The last one here, right? Ignoring social norms and laws or breaking rules at school or work, overstepping social boundaries stealing stalking and harassing others so in fact if if this person even likes one of my runs now i'm gonna say they're harassing me like this is madness no i'm not listen people should be putting a leash on instagram you shouldn't be allowed big words that you don't know the meaning for this is absolutely madness anyway right well we've all learned exactly what a sociopath is (laughs) this week's episode of the podcast I'm going to so, get a megaphone. I'm going to get a megaphone to Dublin Marathon and go, do you all know you're all sociopaths? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? Oh, my God. Probably a road Dublin Marathon or else you're a sociopath. Now, if they <laughs> called me a psychopath because I did 10 marathons in 10 days, I'd probably be like, well, I'll look at the traits and I could probably link one or two, <laughs> you know, like, um, but I don't know. People are using very big words here for for the better game anyway right I'm going to stop there before I (laughs) 
unleash the darker side that can't be well, on I think it's already been unleashed. I think you proved no, our point. No, but anyway, no, that's not yet. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. We have a perfect segue uh, for the intro music. That, that would have went swimmingly, but you just have to keep going on that rant. So we ah. finished with you talking about you had a four-week training plan to the Dublin Marathon. And um, you you got an idea floating in your head. You were kind of pushed towards an idea for, for, for June. Actually, one of us was to head down to Cork for the Cork City Marathon. And we're at a weird stage now where we kind of went heads and tails in this one on which one of us is going to do it. Um, I wasn't so eager just because I'm doing the 100 mi- the the backyard ultra in the middle of May. So I was like, here, Eric, here's a great idea to uh, start your, your Ironman training plan to build towards something. So, yeah. you instead of four weeks you've got roughly 12 weeks to train for the cork city marathon you say you're in you're 100% in it's on a podcast it's it's a podcast so i'm in so um yeah no one of the listeners reached out and said why don't you go do the cork marathon and like usually we're like well it's in cork so that's probably one of now am i joking uh, (laughs) um it's something i never considered and i suppose one thing I know about Cork, particularly from flying in and out of it, it is quite hilly. Right. Um, so that was one thing that really scared me before I said, oh, do you know what, let's let's do this. Now, last night, I, I, we were actually both sober in a pub, which was quite hilarious. Um, <laughs> on a Saturday night. <laughs> on a Saturday night. And we made decisions to sign up to stupid races. So yes. I don't know. As we were socialising, we signed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. We were both sober in the pub, drinking my waddies on a Saturday night in the corner of the pub as well. I think this whole morning run's got a lot of layers to it. <laughs> Surrounded by so many people dying to have conversation with us. So a couple of sociopaths went to a pub, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was ham- um, we're going to have to get someone from Cork Martin on. So I was on yes. the Cork Martin website. The Cork Marathon is an official 42.195 kilometre race. So I'll have to run five metres past the... Uh, <laughs> the oh, I think that's pretty much the, the marathon distance. No, it is. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. It, it is the official. Um, and serves as a Boston qualifier as well. Oh. Um, it's overall, and this is where they get me, overall, a fast and flat course. Um so yeah, and it is it is a route through the city, maximize runners' experience. So no, they're they're advertising pretty well. The map is there, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit nervous um, because they are mentioning because of the steep hills is somewhere in the middle of that paragraph about it being a flat and easy course. Um, but yeah, so Cork Martin, it's uh, yeah, I'm a bit nervous. Like a marathon to start the summer is a place mm. I've never been in. I know when we originally started this, we were hoping to do the Madrid Marathon. So, yeah, 12, uh, what were we, 12 weeks? There, there roughly about. 12 weeks away now. Start of March, start of June. Yeah, roughly 12 ready, weeks so. away. <laughs> I better get my morning run on, I suppose. But it's, um, <laughs> yeah, no, so there's a bit of training to be done. How I balance this one's going to be a little bit different. Um, to put a time on it, I don't know. Like Dublin, we can say, I'm hoping for this. You know, like we've, we've a bit you- of a grasp on it. If you have miles in the legs to do a marathon in June, does that set you up well for the cycling and the swimming to, to concentrate more on towards? Because the overall big goal for you this year is the Ironman in, in Portugal in in October. So yeah, if you 
if you've miles in the legs without peaking too early, I suppose, and you've got those little, like we always talk about little goals towards a big goal. It's just insane that a little goal for you now is just to be able to complete a marathon because, well, you're going to have to do that in the day of the Ironman. So is it to get the, le- the yeah. miles of the legs now for this? Is this good, good, good starting point? I suppose, like, think of the whole psychology of it and, and, and what we've, we've looked at, like, you know, like a marathon. We, we sat over at my wadi last night and went, right, whose turn is it? Yeah. You know, so like, and, and that is bizarre. Imagine doing that 10 years ago, John. Right, whose oh, turn is it to do the marathon? What? Five years ago, no. <laughs> so, and then I'm like, oh, right, of 12 weeks. Oh, right, I suppose that's enough time. You know, like it's, yeah. it is a bizarre concept and, and not saying that we've mastered it or that we're experts or athletes. It's just the mentality of having completed now a couple of marathons it changes the psyche of how it happens. And, and, and that is the one thing of seeing, achieving and understanding of, of what it is you're getting into. And um, for me, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge because I'm going to cycle and swim as much as I'm going to run. So um, when we did the Dublin Marathon, Sean, I think I did five runs a week and then just ran like half marathons and 30 Ks on the weekends. Um, right. So with this one, it's going to be a slower build to longer runs. So my long runs um, will be built. They will be the 21K or, or whatever when I get to them or we'll see how we go um, as we build up to over the 12 weeks and, and, and my maximum might only be 25K. So we, we just kind of have to see. But definitely in terms of cardiovascular, the cycling, swimming will help. So the cycling, and they do say, and, and, and people argue different things, cycling will substitute running, but running won't substitute cycling. Um, okay, still again. And I, I, I felt that one. So cycling will substitute running, but running won't substitute cycling. So I've ran, and and this is the theory behind it, or my okay. own understanding of it is as well that I've ran for a while now, so I know how to run. The muscles are kind of there, like, and and it's been proven. With I did four weeks of training and did a double marathon, so that's fine. Yeah. But in terms of what we talk about, the, the heart rate training, I'll get on a bike for two hours and put my heart rate in the 120 zone. My legs are turning over. The muscles are building from the cycling and stuff. Um, although it's not as intense as the running. And this is one mm-hmm. thing where people get confused. Like, yeah, but running is harder on it. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And that's why I'm cycling more because cycling is right. easier on the body. Um cycling is building muscles in the legs it's building muscles the hill climbs are building the glute you know like you're building you're taking away from the impact the legs. exactly so and then that cardiovascular bonus of so i can do a two-hour cycle and go for a half hour run can't go for a two and a half hour run yeah you're gonna be and, you're gonna be in trouble even with the lower heart rate like it's just a lot in the legs exactly. and you have two and a half hours you're gonna really struggle so if you want to supplement your running you have to cycle or swim and the swimming is good because you've taken the weight out of it. You're, you're elongating the muscles, you're stretching out, you know, you're, you know, when you're trying to stretch out your, your legs, you're working different things and you're taking the pressure off all the things while still working other parts of the body. So what I like about the swimming then, so obviously nothing will supplement the swimming, but what I find is in the bike in certain positions, the shoulders, especially when you're starting off, can get mm. they can get a little tight. You just, do you ever start back running and you get that feeling in your shoulder because you've been moving your arms and you're like, oh, it's kind yeah. of like a, a stitch or a cramp in the back of your shoulders. It's funny enough, even though you're not moving on the bike, for me, 
when I'm in certain positions on the bike, I get pain across the shoulders because my body's just not used to be in the position. And one thing I find with swimming, it really gets things moving. It builds muscle. It, and as you're kind of reaching out for catching the next stroke, like you're, you're elongating muscles, you're moving muscles, you're keeping nice and stretched. So I actually think all three could act as a, as a really good guide. And I think over the next 12 weeks, it'll be interesting to see how well I come along for a marathon because I've never trained for a marathon through triathlon, if that makes sense. I've done a marathon, my 335 marathon, which had a very bad last seven weeks in the build-up yeah. through injury. So like that's three weeks more than what I gave myself. <laughs> so my last seven weeks, I, I wasn't really able to train for the Dublin marathon around the 335. And the 335 was on the back of a very good triathlon season where I did five Olympics in five weeks. Hmm. So I'm interested is, is what I'm kind of saying. It, it, it's definitely different. And then mentally, like, should I be doing a marathon? No, probably not. Probably not at that phase of training. Okay. But mentally to go, can I just do a marathon as part of my training and then get on the bike on Monday? Maybe go for a little cycle hmm. around Cork. Now we're into a different thing of, I suppose the animal, like what, what else can you do? Or, you know, yeah. like, yeah, you've done your run, but can you get in the pool and in the hotel the next morning and do a 2K? Because now you're proving to yourself the work's not done. Hmm. So although there, we always say the marathon's only as good as the point at the end of it. So it's, <laughs> it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's something that you have to, I have to start thinking about now is the day is not done. When you get out of water after swimming four kilometers, probably going to take me an hour and 10 minutes there's a good good long cycle to come we're going to be on the bike four five six hours and then after that you get off that have your sandwich and then you're like right i'm starting a marathon now mm. so it, it's all about building a mentality and, and half of it is already there from the running side so i have a funny feeling although i will be tired that the ironman shuffle will come out and i will cross the finish line at that point once it gets to the running to be honest once i get out of the water alive i'm fairly confident I will cross the finish line because nothing really, the cycle, anything else I can grip through, but the water is a different, it's a different animal. So, but yeah, so I, long story, but into like the thought process, how I'm going to train, what I think will supplement different things, how I think running a marathon in the middle of a training plan is, is going to work because of the bike. And, and, and that's pretty much the general plan for the next 12 weeks. And it will start tomorrow. Unreal. Brilliant. Fair play to you. I mean, it makes sense because you haven't done too much running the last couple of months that like that bike, as you were saying, is, is a nice, it's almost a sneaky way of building up your heart rate training without putting that extra impact. Because if you were to go out tomorrow and just go right next week, your running mileage just jacked up to like 50, 60, 70 K after doing not a whole hell of a lot. It's like, well, that's when injury could happen. That could set you back another three, four or five weeks. Cause it's just that, that impact, that pounding. Whereas you can pull back a little bit of the mileage to what you'd normally do 12 weeks out for marathon. But now you start adding the cycling in more. And not only is it helping limit the impact in your legs, it's also working towards the goal of getting used to being on the bike for, um, for, for building up towards the Ironman. But I never heard that kind of phrase put that before that cycling and running the, one kind of helps the other, but it doesn't help that way. Just the way you phrased it there was um was pretty cool. Yeah, and and like if you think of it logically, like anyone who has done a marathon, think about getting on a bike. Then you know, like it's in the next mm. day going on a cycling session. But you would you would do a four hour cycle, and then be eligible to go and get a 30, 40, 50 minute run in. You know, like it's it's it is one thing. What's to, that jelly leg thing to start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get through your jelly. We get used to it. 
it'll be a bit of a shuffle and stuff, but you're engaging different muscles and stuff. But once you tire out the running muscles, like when I did mizzen to man and cycle, I had, and we've mentioned it before, I had a fantastic idea to go and do a half marathon in Dingle without any training the day before. So um, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, The marathon was a struggle through 18K. Knees were getting sore. I was like, oh, no, this is not good. So two hour half marathon and I was smashed after it. I was absolutely wrecked. Legs, Legs felt worse than they did when I did the Dublin marathon after the half marathon because there was no training. I just showed up. Um, got on a bus or drove back to Dublin then got on a bus from Dublin back down to uh, Head the next morning to then be on a bike at 7 o'clock the following morning to start cycling the, over the Cork and Kerry Mountains needless to say I had a very 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 bad day so um, uh, oh, but but as I got better through the week I got stronger all that, all that stuff we, we've mm. talked about before but had I gone done a two-hour cycle on Saturday, I probably would have been in peak condition to go do the cycle that was on because I had been cycling in the weeks in the build-up to this. Um, yeah. you know, I was cycling in and out to work, which had a total time of an hour and 45 every day. And then I was able to go for a run and work. You know, like there was there were certain elements, but like the, the half marathon in Dingle, which is, has uh, good climbs in it, like just with no training did not help my cycling Definitely but not, yeah. the reason I could run a half marathon with no training was because I had been cycling so had I done the odd run here or there probably would have been a bit better but yeah so that's it's just food for thought for anyone who is um a lot of people are like oh another uh, sidebar again hmm. since how we're talking about the the topic of supplementing it is I wouldn't do a marathon because I'll wreck my knees and my hips and when I'm older and when I'm older and, and and I've heard that a few times like would you not be worried about your hips and knees when you're older and I'm like yeah ish like I, 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 I try to protect myself I listen to the body and when things are sore I'm like okay that's enough of that or I used to I definitely yeah. did not but I'm I'm also of the opinion that that's kind of like worrying about whether it's going to rain or not in two months time on the Tuesday. Yeah. You know, like you, you can do so much and we've so much information science. And then I think back to the guy, there is a lady and a man, their names escape me, Sean. I can't remember their names, but I think they're doing their, their 40th Dublin marathon on the 40th year. And they have done so many marathons each year and they're in their seventies now. And I'm kind of like, I wonder were they worried about their knees and their hips when they started doing the first marathon? You know, like it's well, there's the an element of yeah, like and and that's that's what I'm worrying about. But then this is me thinking of the uncertainty of I start doing more cycling mm. and then less on the road, and then you know, like it's there's little tweaks I can do for longevity, and that is one of the things that I have found for me. So rather than doing six runs a week, maybe do four and keep the rest on the bike. You know, like in the so there's a little bit of longevity in the mm. swimming. So the overall fitness is there. Core strength is there. You know, you're you're working different parts of the body at all the time. You're keeping yourself moving. So it is it is something for, for those who are considering, I can't do a marathon because I'm afraid it's going to do this, this, and this. You can supplement running with other exercise. You can, and you've proved it through the strength training as well. You can, mm. you can get things done through strength training and, and achieve amazing things. That doesn't have to be run, 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 run all the time. Unless you're trying to 
but even Rachel, Rachel on the last episode she was on was talking about how she did barely any running coming up to winning the half Ironman, you know, because running was in there, but how much the cycling had supplemented the runs, you know, so yeah. it is food for thought. It is food for thought. And maybe we can we can look into a few things a little deeper. I'll look for a study or two onto it. But from just using this, and and this is one thing, the study is me. <laughs> the, study, <laughs> the, the study is all the mistakes I have made. And I know that I shouldn't have done that marathon in four weeks training no. if I was just going to do a marathon. It was absolute stupidity. But given I had done a summer of heavy, heavy cycling, I was like, ah, the heart is there. That way too. Yeah. Yeah. So once I got four weeks of the body going, oh yeah, this is running again. The heart was already there and the, the muscles and all kind of just got away with it. And I made it and it didn't feel a wall until 38.5 kilometers, which was a great place to feel it. But um, like, uh, and that's it. And that's the only science I have really to it. But it is something to consider for others who are looking to diversify training and who may just be bored of running as well, because it's, it is another thing that, like six days a week seven days a week sometimes two a days and i'm just like oh i kind of like that i can break it up with a cycle and a swim and and i will be getting into two a day training so there'll be a cycle in the morning and a swim in the evening and a run in the afternoon some days with it with a cycle in the morning you know like so it's um it is it is a, an interesting way it keeps it interesting it does mm. it is more taxing uh, yeah. time time is not your friend it is difficult you need a great support network around you who are willing to watch you go off and do a two three four five six hour cycle you know so <laughs> that's where the sociopath comes in because you're like <laughs> it's gone my responsibilities i'm going to the mountains <laughs> yeah but, but it's um yeah even when you talk about two days and you know even your four-week training leading up to marathon it's like jesus you must have fit a lot. obviously you fit a lot in but every single workout wasn't an absolute crushing workout. Like you always leave that little bit of tank, same strength training. Not every session has to be every exercise set and rep goes to failure. Cause that's when the longevity comes into it. Like if you're crushing yourself and every single workout and every single run and every single cycle, we are going absolute flat out as much as you can. You're, you're going to burn out. You got, that's when injuries start coming. But if you could slowly build it and, and just get that little bit better that little bit of progression each and every time it's like if i'm doing a two-day i've got a couple of two-day runs in this week because i'm building up my own challenge and it's keeping it slow like i'm going like there's a bit of an incline of treadmill but i'm going ridiculously slow so afterwards instead of feeling like i'm crushing like i feel good i'm going for an hour or so on the treadmill i feel like okay the, the body feels all right here i'm not too bad it starts to feel real bad like yesterday before my death it started to feel pretty bad i was like right i'm stopping now i'm pulling out but I know I'm going to run on, on Sunday. So I'll see how it is for a little bit and start building from there. And then, then just you're constantly thinking, how, how are you feeling? I feel not right now. Okay. I made the push a little bit further, a little bit further. And some of those runs, you may get a little bit further some days, other days, if you've had like lack of sleep, stress, whatever, you might be feeling those pains and niggas a little bit more. It's like, okay. In those days, I, you know, there's times where you have to push and there's times where you also have to pull back. And I suppose for me, that's where longevity comes into it. But if you're talking about, hey, you shouldn't be running because you know your knees gonna be banged up, it's like, yeah, a person's knees are 100 percent healthy. It's just what you're reading about such and such who did silly amount of miles or crushed himself in the gym. Like everyone is different. Like if you've got knee problems at the moment, maybe running is not the best option, hop on the bike. But if you've no knee problems right now, there, there's not many studies to say that running is a direct result of the the pounding of the knees. But obviously, too much or anything can lead down towards that. 
Yeah, and, and this is where I suppose like we talk about David Goggins. We love David Goggins. Mm. You know, like we love that attitude, that animalistic, like I don't care what's going to happen to me. I'm going to do it no matter what. That's where me and him are slightly different. And and call it what you want, call it softer and stuff. But my mentality when it comes to doing things like this, and, and it's a very simple one, is you need to be able to train tomorrow. Mm. So if something comes up today, think about it. Will this stop me training tomorrow? If I keep going, possibly mm. stop, recover, yeah. stretch. And then it, then it's from that point, it's what can I do that enables me to train tomorrow? Phone roll, massage gun, hot bath, cold shower, hot bath, cold shower. I might go to the jacuzzi in the pool. I need to start eating this, this, this. There's anti-inflammatories and this, this, this. So I'm going to do this. Mm. Then you wake up the next day and it's like, right, good. <laughs> and then it's like, but... But the, what can I do training tomorrow is you might say, oh God, my foot's actually a bit sore, it keeps cramping, or I feel like there's something not right. Okay, the training I'm going to do tomorrow is a swim cycle. We're going to do that for the next week and let that recover. And then we're probably going to add in some resistance work, be it weights or bands or some challenging yoga, whatever it is going to be. But again, the aim is what can I do to keep training every day? Mm. Because in the end, like a week worth of running, as long as you can cycle the swim or even a couple of weights as long as you are using the body you're you're not going to lose the fitness you're really not going to use the fitness and even a yoga session i challenge uh, everyone this can be a weekly challenge i follow (laughs) along yeah i follow along yoga with adrian um, and okay. and I no no I will join in every now and again and and I haven't been great at it this year but I've done two sessions this year which isn't a lot it's one a month but she has a great one um like yoga flow and core but right. try and follow along one of her 15 minutes and I think it was for hamstrings and lower back she has loads of videos fantastic what's this, and, this on uh, Instagram like a reel or something is it YouTube or? YouTube oh YouTube sorry sorry YouTube yoga with Adrian and um, I was doing her program and I mean the sweat that was coming out of me from trying to hold a hamstring stretch. So you do not have to be absolutely like max. And as we said, you don't have to be trying to do a four minute kilometer just to feel like you've done the workout. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to put yourself in that situation like stretching, which is something we both hold our hands up and say, we're really not great at, but we're getting better at. We, we mm. think about it, which is a start. And I do two yoga sessions a year and I think I'm great. But um, you can be humbled by tasks that that you, you would think as mundane, like, oh, stretching. Cool. Do a 20 minute yoga session and then come back and say, easy peasy, or let us know how you really feel. And then, mm do that for a week and then go oh my god my flexibility's improving and then you're starting to see progress and then all of a sudden the pain you had in your knee is probably not as bad because you probably had tightness in the hips hip flexors quads hamstrings that you didn't really know about so yeah. it's yeah yeah and, and then it comes back to that same methodology of what can i do to train today if it's sore today what can i do from now to train tomorrow you know and it's all about how do i train tomorrow how do i get training tomorrow and eventually that consistency leads to good races. The races are just another training day that ends in a few beers. And that is essentially what they are. Like, so it's, it's, 100%. it's, it's a different way of looking at it. And we've talked about 80, 20, 80, 20 rules and this, it's just another version of that. <laughs> that is yeah. It. 
Now, what, what this isn't the, what is like, oh, I felt a small pain in my hip when I ran and took a one step. It's like, oh, I better not run tomorrow. Um, it's having the honest conversation as well. Like, maybe I'm all right, maybe I'm not. But then you have to, like, do your couple of kilometer runs. Sometimes you go for one kilometer, like, I feel stiff, sore, it's not happening today. But then two or three, you start to warm up and you feel good. Whereas sometimes if you've had proper nagging pain, I suppose everyone's got a different scale of pain. Like, you got to know where it's at. Like, it's pretty bad, okay, today i'm gonna be smart myself or like i was always gonna be little niggles throughout a training plan like over your next 12 weeks you're doing your marathon for cork like you're gonna have some days we've got small little niggles here and there where it's like right i know i've got little niggles i'm gonna try and run it out i'm gonna try and cycle it out see how i feel and if this starts to get a lot worse then i'm gonna be smart and and start doing my yoga and stuff instead but this is like okay i just need to warm up and feel good because there's some mornings you wake up out of bed and you know, you don't feel 100%. You're like, oh, I don't know about today. You just have to be like, no, this this, this has to yeah. be done as well. So there, there's, a, there's a balance in that between looking for – we're not just saying this is – looking for the easy way. Okay, I can't run because, you know, I felt a small bit in my ankle. Let's go for a swim or something instead. Um, whereas some days it's like, yeah, it, it, it's up and down, but you need to be honest with yourself on, on, on how painful it really is that day as well. We see yeah. some people come in and go, oh, I'm real stiff. So like, okay, you're, you're a bit dumbed up. Let's see how after warp you feel. And after warp, you feel good? Yes. Okay, let's keep going. No. Okay, let's pull back. Maybe we try a couple of different exercises and stuff today. And that's that's where experience comes into it. And that's where mm. giving it a go. Because for me, like years ago, back when I tried to pick things up and put things down a, a, <laughs> a few times, <laughs> um, the next day, I'd be like, oh, I'm wrecked and mm. I can't move. And that was it. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Now, when I pick things up, put things down, the doms will come on. And the next day, I'm like, right, 3K jog. It's the only way it's going to fix this. Yep. Do you know? like, and, that, and that's, that's, that's exposure. That's experience. And that's a little bit of willingness to know how. And it doesn't even have to be a run. It can be go for a power walk. Mm. And that doms will slowly ease off. The blood will start going to the area. The body the body's fantastic. The body will figure it out. Because the yep. body is designed for you to run away from really scary things, no matter what state you're in. So and that and, and that is exactly what it's there for. So it's um like our whole nervous system is built around that something bad is about to happen. I don't care how you feel, but we yeah. need to move now. Um, Always in danger. Yeah, and that's and that's one thing to recognize that 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 you can work through different things and like that. I'm on a run, I feel a niggle. Right, we have this thing about I can't stop when I'm on a run or because. The sociopaths are looking at the Strava going, well, your elapsed time was four hours, but you yeah. only ran for it. So <laughs> you I like uh, to be in full circle on this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, keep it relevant. I have issues. So um, yeah, so the um the ability to go, oh well, I'm 1.7k in. We're just gonna stop now and stretch for three and a half minutes. And then I'm gonna go again. I'm probably gonna turn around and head home and call it 5k rather than a seven or a 10 mm. but have the stretch stretch out the areas that could be above so if it's a knee or everything above it hip flexors the quads hamstrings get into your lower back you know maybe get on the ground throw the leg this way that way loosen things up get up and then go right let's run again and like oh that actually feels a bit better yeah or after another 600 meters you might be gone nah <laughs> i've given it a good stretch there now and it's back and getting progressively worse. So good thing I'm heading home. Do you know what I mean? You've 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 set yourself up to not be right. That's it. I'm 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 quitting. I'm done. 
it's a it's an assessment it is a, like you are assessing yourself with a realistic output tiredness and sometimes you wake up and just go nah I'm done but, yeah. and you're like I'm just gonna I'll, I'll see if I can get a run in later but now it's not happening this morning and you know what you're probably best off you, sometimes you are probably best off just saying it's just it's just not in me today this morning you know like the 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 706 a.m and you're like oh do you know what i'm gonna take the extra two hours and i'll try to get a run in at lunchtime <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's that's just being realistic and, and and fatigue and mental fatigue and everything else so it's it's trying to manage it's it, you are a project like when you take on any of these things you are a project and you have to manage the project and sometimes you have to change the plan or you have to kind of tweak things and assess things and then say right well <clears throat> we still need to get to build to level nine by day seven so you know what mm. what can we do to do that you know like and, and that's essentially what it is and yeah it's interesting you learn a lot about yourself and we have and we have we've 100%. i don't know how many hundred episodes to prove all the crap we've learned over the last couple of years but. we're near 150 episodes of this believe it or not so um that, that that's pretty cool but the plan's always wrote in pencil like it, it's always going to be changed over your next 12 weeks now towards cork like no matter how you, you plan everything else and you, every contingency and every kind of going away thing and all the rest things change and, and they always do and it's adapting to that change and it's making those mistakes and lord knows we've made a lot of mistakes in the podcast and we've talked about over the last 150 odd episodes nearly uh, I, i'm sure we're definitely going to do that in the future but before we wrap up the podcast um you're you're a sociopath <laughs> uh, well i tell you what this psychopath's gonna hunt down whoever said that <laughs> well, we'll, we'll put that link of the instagram thing in the show notes we'll also put in the link for um the, the youtube the one, we'll try and find that video that you're talking about the hamstrings and, and show that in oh, just, just show, yeah, yeah which, if you can send if you send us on um or send on our producers um, the link. <laughs> The link of, of the hamstring workout. And so people try to 15 minute workout and then they can comment on the Instagram page on whether you're uh, you're full of it or actually no, that 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 was a hell of a workout. That's pretty tough and I felt that in the hammies. Yeah, well, look, anyone who is, then they're just different animal. They need to pick a more progressed session. But I'm telling you, when you'd be like, right, we're gonna take the rest pose, and you're like and then at that point just imagine me going welcome to the party pal (laughs) (laughs) and on that bombshell that is it for myself and Eric on this week's episode of the Any Given Monday podcast take care bye bye